Hello and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. This is laggy as fuck and I don't even know if this is going to work. Maybe this will see the light of day, maybe it won't. If you're hearing now, it probably means that at least part of it has worked. Now, we have got a special treat coming out soon called uh, Baby Witch's Crash. So we figured we'd probably name the episode Baby Witch's Crash to marry up with the super special magical event. Isn't that right, Chris? <laughs> suppose, yeah. Also, we've been talking about doing Baby Witch's Crash for ages, so I suppose we really should do it. We should. We should do it. So we should probably talk a little bit about the definition of this baby witch thing, hashtag baby witches, and people referring to themselves as baby witches first, and then maybe talk about the super special event around about maybe 15 minutes in, maybe 20 minutes in. I'm not going to tell you exactly, not because, (laughs) you know, I uh, can't be bothered to uh, edit and put it in the description, but simply because... With all this commercial radio and stuff, from what I understand, you've got to build up to news and that. You've got to take something minuscule and you've got to pad it out and drag it out out to make it sound bigger and bigger and bigger. So that, you know, (laughs) when the event just kind of erupt, it's all very anticlimactic. Have you ever had an anticlimactic climax, Chris? No, not really. No? No. You don't really listen to the radio then, do you? There's a lot of it on the radio. No. Can't stand the radio. I don't drive though, do I? So, you know. That's true. I've no reason to listen to the radio. I'm. You spent too much time on the road. I'm sure at least some of our listeners have had an anticlimactic climax <laughs> of some description. <laughs> wow. It's, this isn't Fausty Witches, Liam. No, this is the original No Horse Bar Witchcraft podcast, as we all know, is far worse than Fausty Witches. <laughs> yeah, but we do we do hard news on here. Come on, hard news. Hard news. Okay, so here's some yeah. news. This is spanking, right? Because obviously we know that I uh, I don't cope all that well with social media, and I don't fully understand it. Okay. Now there's this <laughs> new thing called a hashtag right and there's this <laughs> new hashtag yeah it's it's new by about 10 years Leo. exactly so it's new <laughs> it's this it's this century is it not this century it is this right, century well, i guess i remember the 90s i liked the 90s okay it was things were simpler in the 90s okay the sure. 90s was fun but then after that it just all went a bit wobbly right for me okay um Okay. So, there's this thing called hashtag, and people hashtag a load of random stuff in it, like trends and that. And there's these like little sends. You know, like people have catchphrases or slang terms, and those kind of go hashtag viral, and everyone like uses them and stuff like that. Like yeah. you have yam yam it's... up there, don't you? Is it yam yam? This is <laughs> this is like trying to talk to my mum about social media. Come yeah. on. So there's this thing. Hashtag, and then there's this hashtag that's going round about baby witches. So what, this baby witch thing is, I think, from what I understand, you'll have to correct me, but I think it's people referring to themselves as a baby witch in order to appear humble 
in front of more experienced magical practitioners. Is that what it's being used for, or is it being used as something else? That's probably the nicest way you could possibly put it, Liam, so I'm quite impressed. Well, how would you put it? I'd have put it to let a beginner, beginner bullshit, where they uh, are actually completely aware of how inept they are, and actually are trying to be cute. Right. Be- it's insta which boss bollocks. But is this a step in the right direction, Chris? Because I remember last century, there was no such thing as people being humble. There was a people gallivanting around through different countries, cultural misappropriation, messing about with magic they can't begin to understand, and then getting kicked out of several countries and writing books with Libra in the title. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the most subtle, Liam, but well done. Well done for trying. Okay. Um, well, is this a step in the my... right direction? Bit of humility? Bit of kind of like, look, I'm I'm essentially almost like a baby at this, as in I'm just taking my steps for the first time. I'm learning to walk. I'm learning to navigate this magical world, which I never knew existed until I read the Harry Potter, uh, read the Harry Potter books. And then suddenly okay. discovered a wonderful world full of other people with low self-esteem that also like to dress up. <laughs> but what's what's the problem? What I don't like is what's what's the problem with the bird beginner? Why do we have to say that we're a dribbling mess? Well, this is actually a very very good point because with cankles, beginner or new to the craft. Is probably makes a little bit more sense. Baby witch. I don't know. Are they trying to be cute? Is that what it is? I think that it's it's trying to be cute. It's trying to put something cute on a really bad aesthetic, and actually not really dealing with it. What is wrong with beginner? You know, they want to trend something about in a cute way so they can make more fucking memes about shit. That don't ah, matter. It's about the memes, is it? So, I think it's all about the memes and trending. It's it's bollocks. But I just don't see what the problem is with the word beginner. And they should actually just admit. The problem is, like we've come across it before, and we talk about it a lot, to us, most people are beginners. So I, I suppose Baby Witch at least attempts to categorise them a little bit better rather than just kind of going, these are all pre-foundation. Oh, there you go. I prefer that. Pre-foundation, which is... Sounds a bit too corporate, doesn't it? So you know that thing, being humble, that word humble. I think you're now doing the opposite of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just like to say how it is. Maybe you can can elaborate, because you're saying that everyone's a beginner pretty much this out there whether they've been doing it for five minutes, five years, 50 years, whatever. 25 years. You're basically saying they're all beginners. <laughs> so if they're all beginners, none of them fucking matter. Therefore, it don't fucking matter. Just call yourself a beginner or just call yourself a witch, maybe. I remember when it's just a case of you either call yourself a witch or someone else calls you a witch. Yeah. 
I like those days. Why do we have to distinguish between how long we've been on the path for? Because I think if you want to remain humble, and this is coming to me and I don't have a fucking clue (laughs) how to remain (laughs) humble, bearing in mind, but I would guess as to if we all referred to ourselves as a witch or witches, then no matter who we met, we would only be able to work out whether they were uh, more seasoned more experienced, more powerful than ourselves by actually interacting, having conversations and the like and seeing them. Um, I don't like the idea of making everyone wear different coloured belts like they do with martial <laughs> arts schools for our witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Because baby, like baby witches is like the white belt, isn't it? That's like the one you get before yeah. you even get the yellow belt on a lot of systems. So it's like, okay, exactly. you've basically signed up for the little block of 10 lessons to have a go to see if you actually yeah. enjoy it. And then after your block of 10 lessons, we might make you do something and give you a yellow belt, which we will also make you pay for. And at that point, we'll also make you ba- pay for the right shoes the right jogging bombs and the right t-shirts, of course, that say the school on the front and the back. Whereas for the first 10 lessons, you just show up in your normal gym sh- gym stuff, right? Because we got to kind of win you over. You know, get them for 10 lessons. And if they do an 11th, they probably really do like it. And if they get a little yeah. yellow ribbon out of it as well, that will definitely keep them going. My issue is that the group of people that use the word baby witch are the same group of people that will kick off for you saying that Wicca isn't real witchcraft. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it is... But Wicca is real witchcraft. We've expanded the definition to include Wicca, I thought, in the 1950s. Well, yeah, sure. But you get what my point is. I'm trying to say these are the people that will kick off and say, oh, you can't do that because... Uh, you know rule of three and then you kind of like those are the same group of people that are constantly going oh you can't tell me that i'm not remember all that trouble you got yourself in to oh come on you'll have to by trying to give advice (laughs) which time tools (laughs) (laughs) the one on uh, the one on facebook when you would get you got yourself in trouble because um you'd said something about you know people that still use tools oh god beginners that one do you remember i do remember that it's that it's that group of people who will kind of go you can't judge me for not for still using tools if i want to use tools i'll use tools are you calling and then they're the sort of erin woman a baby witch is that what you're doing no well possibly but you know just kind of saying that actually you know is that that is the difference you're talking about a group, a group of people that will split hairs about everything are then calling themselves baby witches. And that's the bit I don't get. Because obviously, you know, you really are saying that I don't know a thing. I'm still dribbling. Um, I'm still wearing a nappy. I need to stop. Um, eventually, I might take my first step. Like, at what point in your craft do you really feel that way? Because most people we work with after day one are not feeling like that. So why do you use that title long? You know, why is there a title there for a stage that doesn't really last that long? I suppose. Do you know what I mean? 
it comes from social media, doesn't it? And if you look at social media witchcraft as a whole, it isn't about the magical practice. It's about being part of a community of whining wimps, generally speaking, that like to post oh, yeah, that the like same old shit with cats and stuff. So it is about um, self-loathing, miserable cunts, essentially. Wow. <laughs> wanting to connect with other self-loathing, miserable people and share things that make them smile, that have a kind of witchy aesthetic. So them trying to, in order to be cute, I mean, they probably did the whole dragon thing. I'm a dragon, I'm not a human, I'm a dragon. I'm a water dragon. I'm a this dragon, I'm a that dragon. They kind of got bored with that. So now they're jumping in the kind of witchcraft groups. They're kind of trying to be a different type of witch. Oh, well, I'm a hedge witch. Well, I'm a kitchen witch well i'm a this witch well i'm a that witch i'm a book witch you know i don't know i think that is a because of the kind of cutesy nature of it being baby witches and it's supposed to be kind of all sweet and cute like i'm thinking that it's just a another little community group of well people that would normally have died off due to evolution in <laughs> centuries past. <laughs> I mean, they don't normally make it, do they? Let's be fair. The ones, the ones that couldn't outrun a sword. The ones that couldn't outrun a sword. The ones that didn't contribute to society. You know, all that kind of thing. Normally, they tend not to survive for very long to pass on their genes. So I'm okay. thinking that maybe these, because we live in a fairly cushy society in the West, most people, um, there are still many people that aren't having a very nice life, that live in a first world country. And obviously, let's be fair, we don't care. <laughs> because if we did, we'd probably do something about it. You know, if you're a self, if you're a self empowered witch with a considerable amount of power and the like, and you don't like something, the chances are you change it. So, what does that say about us, Chris? <laughs> it just says, yeah, it just says we don't care enough to do anything about it. Um, well, I don't feel but... that it's necessarily my. You know, it's not for me to interfere with other people's paths, you see, unless they piss me off. Okay. Okay. No, I get it. I just, uh, yeah, it's it's rare for someone to actually annoy me enough to actually want to do anything about it these days. But that's just because it's, it's way more effort than I'm willing to waste. Um, I've got shit to do. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, we're probably being ridiculously rude about a group of people that probably need a lot more love. Um, but I don't I think see... they need counselling is what they need. They need a <laughs> professional therapist. In fact, many okay. of them I know already have professional therapists <laughs> because they often leave comments about it. I've spoken to my therapist, oh, okay. blah, 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 but I also want to do a spell type thing. <laughs> what can I do? And can I use a red candle? for it because I like that colour well you know you can use a white one as a substitution for anything nowadays can't I'm you? I'm sure there's a meme about that yeah <laughs> uh, see okay
Have we have we ranted enough about people? Should we be a bit more serious now? I do believe we might have ranted enough, um, but I'm sure other things will pop up. Okay. So, so "baby witch's crest" was a was a phrase coined by one of our patreons, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, to talk I about don't the think witch. One of our patrons created the whole baby witches crashing meme and, and the, the like, but there are no. people that I think have asked about it. So I've. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure one of them coined the phrase baby witches crash, referring oh, to baby witchcraft live. Right. Yeah, referring to witchcraft live as, as the baby witches crash. <laughs> Wait a minute, so are you saying that everyone in the Witchcraft Life Facebook group is an inept baby? No, that's not what I'm saying, Liam. Stop putting is words Is there anyone mouth. in there that you would consider to be an inept <laughs> baby? What I'm saying is that I'm pretty sure one of the Patreons referred to that the space that we provide for young and new witches, that actually referred to it as Baby Witches Crash. Um, and I think that's how it ended up on the podcast list. Originally. That is true. I do remember this now. But you didn't answer my question. Notice how he didn't answer my question, everyone. <laughs> um, we always there's always a rotten potato somewhere. Okay, so would you ever use the term "baby witch"? Because technically, we have used it in this episode name, haven't we? We and have with this event we've got coming up. So. We have, but we are both using it in an ironic, sarcastic way. Um, okay. So I don't really think that counts as actually using it. Um, and if I see you using the word hashtag baby witch, I may actually have to fall out with you, Lim. Okay. So, that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good because you kind of still need me. Do I? This... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. This is news to me. <laughs> I, I, I think I we've proved with the Occult Ramblings <laughs> podcast that I can quite easily send people to sleep on my own <laughs> and that I don't necessarily need you at all because they were all talking about it. They were all talking about the fact that actually they need Chris in the mix because otherwise awake. can't cope with Liam. For that okay. period of time, I believe. Right. <laughs> what, 20 minutes? 20 to 45 minutes? Yeah, apparently that's the next... That's too much Liam. Okay. Without the break-up of, of Chris. Right. We've got 10 minutes until the end of the regular edition of the podcast. So let's talk about this baby witch's crash thing. So okay. a crash is somewhere you dump kids in there that are really young. <laughs> Basically, yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah. Is there a Mary Poppins there, or what? No, I, I think normally there are loads of kind of um, people, teenagers, um, who are trying to get pocket money before they go and find a real job. Or oh, I've just insulted loads of people. Carry on. So this is lower classes. This isn't like middle or upper classes where a nanny's hired. No, because that would be one-to-one -one care. Okay, right. So a crash is essentially when you go to Ikea and you want to go and have a fiddle about with all of the jars and bottles and all of that because you're a big girl, big boy witch. So yeah. you've got a baby witch that you take with you and you think, fuck that, 
I ain't dragging them round Ikea. I'll dump them in the creche at the beginning and then I can pick them up after I've paid for everything. Yeah. So you dump the baby witch, who don't know fuck all, and is actually quite tedious. You know, it's tedious dealing with baby witches. For some teenage person to go and look after, essentially, for an hour whilst you bug around Ikea, maybe stop and get your vegetarian meatballs with chips and gravy and Lindenberry jam, along with a dime cake. But that's what they have in Ikea, isn't it? Yeah, but why do you need to make that so specific? Get to the point, Liam, get to the point. Well, that is the point. You have the baby witches... You dump them in the crash because you are tired of them and you are potentially a parent that loves your children, but you can't stand to be with them 24-7. <laughs> so you need a bit of a, a break, right? Now, here's the thing. And the baby witches crash. Is there any education, Chris, when they dump those children off? Or is it just soft play? Soft play, normally. Okay. What about our baby witches crash? Tell us about that. Well, our baby Because it comes witch. with a booklet, and I've read the booklet, <laughs> and the booklet is quite something. Okay. So, well, it, it is what it is. The um, baby witches crash we're doing is this weekend coming. Um, we're going to be in Gloucester, aren't we? Doing yeah. some this kind weekend, of event we'll for the Festival of Unexplained. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine well, there's people at home thinking who the fuck in their right minds would let these two look after their children and is there <laughs> some sort of a blood sacrifice or something like that it's not as sinister as it sounds right it's not as sinister as it sounds hey virgins are really hard to come by these days you think we're going to find some in Gloucester you have to start them really you have to grab them really young <laughs> so Especially, it's you know, it's Gloucester in the southwest. Come on, they'll have been already touched up by their funny uncle by now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say shit like that. <laughs> I can. I'm safe up in the Midlands right now. So, um, so yeah. So the the whole point is, we uh, we've been asked to get involved with the <laughs> Festival of the Unexplained. <laughs> Um, who is a connection to what we do with Fausty Witches. Keep on chatting. You mean um, our manager? Our manager? Well, the okay. Fausty Witches manager. She manages the show, doesn't she? And moderates and everything. Stop trying to get me in trouble. Um, well, she does. So, yeah, sure. So the... Uh, we have been asked last minute to go and join in with them. Um, I'm sure somebody died and therefore we've had to jump in and cover um, the COVID's got them or something. And then, so yeah, so we've decided to throw a brand new kind of event together, haven't we? So just, you know, in our usual kind of way. Um, so we're planning to do a kind of all day live feed event, uh, like a Fausty Witches meets um Heston Blumenthal kind of uh, variety of cooking show, I think is pretty much what we're attempting to do. <laughs> Blow shit up. Right. So, essentially what we're doing is, 
is a psychic holistic -y kind of affair. There's market stores, there's people giving talks, and there's people doing readings, like psychic readings and all that sort of shit. What we thought we'd do is bring you with us. Because you need to experience this for, you know, for yourselves. And let's be fair, there's people that listen to this all over the world. So it ain't worth getting on an airplane to come during COVID times to have a little look what's going on. When we can simply just use a phone to create a live feed. And you can see what we have to deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is instead of doing a little market stall, we thought we'd get some tables, which we have ordered from there. So in terms of the actual setup, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. But what we're going to do is we're going to put a little table together. We're going to put a bunch of chairs out and we're just going to sit there being recorded live. And people are presumably, if I get, if I understand this right, Chris just randomly walk around the venue and come and sit in our table and talk to us about magic and shit whilst we're doing magic and shit. Is that right? Sounds about right. So there's, um, so yeah, so we will basically do a kind of mini set of loosely quote-unquote courses for demos. the day. It's demos. Demos. <laughs> like when you go to John Lewis's and there's always a guy that's trying to, t you know, sell you a coffee making machine and you don't drink coffee. because I Or a set of knives you don't need. And yet he still wants to try and get you to try his coffee and tell you why his coffee and his coffee making machine is so much better than all the others. And I say, look, I don't fucking like coffee, but he still goes on. Is it going to be like that? We're going to be doing demonstrations. And I don't mean demonstrations as in tying ourselves to trees type demonstrations, which I know a lot of the neo-pagans are probably used to when you hear demonstrations. Um, we're doing demonstrations as in showing you how to do shit. Is that right? Yeah, so it'll be a lot of little kind of intro beginner stuff, um, which is probably, you know, uh, far beneath some of our usual clientele, but it might be interesting for them to kind of watch um and see what you know what we kind of do with beginners um obviously there is an ulterior motive to this isn't there liam is there well yes in the sense that you know this is obviously um you know reflecting certain changes in some of the soft branding that's going on at the moment so you know preparing ourselves for some relaunches later this year i think i think that's above my pay grade chris i don't think i know about such secret things oh no he just that's, rambles that's classified information i'm not to know about <laughs> such things just rambles about them on the occult ramblings in tier two patreon yeah yeah but tier two people have the right classification you know they're allowed to see <laughs> top secret documents and the like okay you know. okay not that we're really you're talking about need to know basis aren't you oh. yeah i'm just saying that there is some changes afoot uh, that we're working on and obviously this this has uh, somewhat of a lean into that so you know how does it lean into it though i'm not understanding is this to do with fanny cranick's uh, academy of magical doings or something <laughs> <laughs> I believe was the most popular name choice. <laughs> yes, it definitely won't be called that. Um, 
<laughs> I, I don't think I could live with myself. Um, <laughs> however entertaining that might be, I don't think people would take us very seriously. Although I do feel like we need a spoof range that might be called that um, when we expand more of Fanny Quanick's range. Right, so to cut a very long story short, on Saturday, the 11th of September, 2021, we will be going to the Guildhall in Gloucester to take part in the festival. Is it festival? Yeah, festival festival. of the unexplained. And what we'll be doing is explaining how all of this unexplainable stuff actually works to a bunch of paranormal investigators and other people that just roll in off the street. So a picture this. There's a psychic-y type affair full of ghost hunters, paranormal investigators and psychics. We rock up with a table, a bunch of chairs plonk ourselves right in the middle of all of it and then (laughs) sit there talking about how magic works and then anyone that's brave enough to sit on our table do some demonstrations and do a little bit of teaching all while broadcasting all of this live on the (laughs) Thoth Witchcraft Facebook page the Witchcraft Live Facebook group and possibly even YouTube yeah what could possibly go wrong, Chris? It'll be it'll be great. Everyone will love it. They like it when we do weird things off the cuff. They it'll do. It'll just be it'll just be all this random shit. It'll be great. Well, there we go. That's it for this edition of the podcast. Join us on Saturday. And for the patrons, because we're now on Patreon time. So this is like what tier one of the patreon so that's like what just secret access to secret if tier (laughs) two is top secret you know this is kind of like you've got some sort of level of clearance to know what's going on now so can you expand a little bit about you know where the fuck all of this shit came from last minute (laughs) um well it depends how much information do you want me to give well we know what i would end up saying and i'd probably be rude so maybe you best explain the situation and how we're doing our best to deal with said situation. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I know what you mean, Liam. Um, so yeah, we've, we've kind of ended up joining in on something that I think we expected it to be something else, um, which we kind of semi-agreed to uh, during pre-COVID time, you know, pre-COVID times. Because we were still kind of touring and stuff, weren't we then? Um, doing pop-up um, pop up events all over, jumping on the occasional ones of other people doing. Um, while we were still kind of figuring out new new areas of the country to go and explore. Um, then obviously COVID happened. Now that COVID is kind of starting to, you know, relax a bit. Um events are starting to happen again and apparently we'd agreed to this I'm not sure we had but we'd kind of semi-agreed that we might do some more events with uh with the keep paranormal people um 
but obviously keep, we are already keep paranormal runs the keep on chatting network which happens to be who runs the Fasty witches show so for all of those times that we're late or get cancelled on the Fasty witches show <laughs> that is the team that is running an entire <laughs> event okay yeah <laughs> I did ask how much space in that we would have, and they said they didn't know. <laughs> Hence why we're kind of going for a very loose format. I also said we've got, you know, an entire shop that's on wheels that can be bolted together, you know, that we can take up entire rooms at a time. To which I was told that, okay, that's cool, and that's great, and that there is a car park around the corner, about 15 minutes walk, along cobbled streets, if you do want to take anything in. So, this is one of those things where it's a fucking psychic fair, let's be fair, that's probably going to go horribly wrong. Designed by people that couldn't run a fucking piss up in a brewery. And rather than us take all of our gear, or us try and do a shop or something like that, we thought, fuck it. This could end up being something quite amusing. So why not turn it into something amusing for our patrons and our people that follow us on the on the social media and that? Because we've always talked about psychic fairs and taking the piss out of them. That And we've done psychic fairs, haven't we, Chris? Yeah. And it might be interesting to see, as an experiment... If you just have a table with a big sign up that says witchcraft, what what are we actually calling it? I think it's the Thoth Witchcraft Shop Demon Zone or something, can it? Oh, Demo Zone. Demo Zone. Demon. Demon Zone. <laughs> Demo and Zone. Um, <laughs> and will all of these people, bearing in mind there are potentially a couple of hundred people that will be going, won't they? Yeah. These people that claim to have an interest in magic, the paranormal and all that stuff, if they've got actual witches there, sat at a table, are they going to be brave enough to go up, grab a seat and ask for some magical help? Well, you'll find out if you're watching because it'll all be broadcast live. We won't be showing the faces of the people that are there. We'll just be showing our side of the table. But Just be us. You know. No. But yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, and then hopefully, obviously, it's, it'll just be the normal off the cuff like we do with Fausty. There's a there's a vague <laughs> there's a vague list of of events uh, events uh, of topics that we'll cover. Um, but let's face it, we're hoping that there'll be a couple of people brave enough to ask stupid questions. So that should keep us busy all day long. Let's well, I don't know about that. I'm hoping so, there's people that are brave enough to ask like half decent questions. <laughs> <laughs> you might be expecting too much. Um So but yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it actually. I'm I think not. it's a it's a nice it's a nice way it's a nice little experiment of ours. Um that could end up Why? potentially going horribly wrong. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong there. I think you're just a misery guts. We have wow. we have made a lot worse, but you know, um, work to our advantage. I don't see what your drama is. Well, there is a reason why we did 
why we don't partner up with other people to do events anymore. <laughs> the reason why we don't do the psychic fairs anymore. Unless it's one that we make, you know. I don't know. I mean, it could potentially go hor horrendously wrong. I mean, there's the idea that, you know, we're promised that we've got Wi-Fi and all that in order to do the live link. That might not happen. I was told there's parking. Well, there's a multi-story car park 15 minutes away, which isn't really parking, is it, at the end of the day? Because it's a fucking pedestrianised street. <laughs> you know, all of this kind of stuff is a little bit... I don't know if there's any um, steps anything like that i don't know what size space we even get i don't even know where it is i don't even know whether we're gonna be in a room on our own i don't know whether we're gonna be what technically i should use the divination to find out shouldn't i but why would i do that when i can just rant about people that organize psychic fairs <laughs> and how terribly organized they are you could, but the you know it really will be baby witches crash. So it may hopefully make a lot of the people that are on witchcraft live, or listen to us on here, um, who actually think, oh, well, I thought I was good at witchcraft, and then I heard Li Liam and Chris talking about it. Now I feel like I might be one of these baby witches. Um, I think if you've managed to find us, it's highly unlikely that you are actually one of these baby witches. Um, just because if you've actually managed to find us amongst all the shit that's out there, you must actually have something about you. Or at least that's my opinion on the matter. Um, but then, yeah, you you know, once you've got past, past that and you've managed to find us, hopefully now you'll see what we're actually talking about. Um, unfortunately, you won't be able to see them. Um, because that really would put everything in perspective for you. But obviously, maybe we can do a little walking tour just before we start or something. Start five minutes early. Walk around well, they, a bit. They have all of the people that come <laughs> over, don't they? If we're in the marketplace, because I'm presuming she'd shove us in the... in uh, Sorry, place us in the market store place. And you know the sorts of people that run those fucking crystal stores and all that sort of thing. I mean, normally we get... What was it? We've had the we've had the person with the fairy wings try and teach us about witchcraft and that it's all about the intention. We've that fucking crazy ass snake bitch also. Oh yeah. We've had a lot yeah. of weirdos and probably the worst ones are the ones that are supposed to be the professionals there. They're running the schools or they're doing the talks or they're doing the uh you know, the psychics and that. Don't let me get started on the psychics for fuck's sake. No, we're talking about baby witches today. We're not talking about psychics. Um, Do all yes, psychics it... fall in the baby witches category, though, Chris? Or are they no, more like toddlers? They're not even practice, trying to practice, are they? Well, I don't know. I think some of them are a bit, you know, you could describe as tryhards. Yeah, but they're not trying to practice witchcraft, are they? They just see psychic as separate. I don't know. There are a lot of psychics that cast spells using candle magic and that. Go on half of their websites. A lot of them nowadays will put, pay us an extra 50, 60 quid and I'll do you a spell candle or something like that. I think a lot of psychics are now going into this spell casting lark because it gets them to uh, sell more, you see. I suppose. Instead of okay. just selling themselves, they can sell add-ons. Okay. Right. So, we've got another 20-odd minutes, I think. So, what else would you like to discuss? 
because well, should we be revealing a little bit about what this is uh, research relevant to or not? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should give tidbits only because we're still figuring it out, to be honest. So it could change by next week. But, you know, it it might be nice for them to have a feel about what's going on. I don't know. I hope it doesn't change by next week because we've got a fucking premises now. <laughs> a premises adjacent to the astral. <laughs> well, it's not quite as high up as the astral. It's more in the. I don't know. It's not even. It's not etheric. It would be virtual, wouldn't it? That would be it a would virtual, be virtual world. Not the astral world, the virtual world. We have a premises. Well, we've got multiple premises in the virtual world but we've got a new premises <laughs> in yes. the virtual world because we're slowly taking over you know virtual space is well not technically infinite but cheap yeah it, it's um it's shaping up as a new a new premises for us to play with so obviously we recently asked on witchcraft live i don't know if we asked on thoth as well but we might have done did we it ask was on a witchcraft no live um it was a witchcraft poll wasn't it, it? Yeah. So we asked on Witchcraft Live um, in a kind of, you know, putting the feelers out there for the people to name a, uh, if we were to ever make a school happen, uh, what would we call it? Um, um, and now we're kind of, obviously, like Liam says, we are looking at premises for the potential of said, said school. Because let's face it, most of you like to listen to us for the educational purposes in between the laughs. Do they? Well, that was my understanding. <laughs> they seem to oh. think we know what we're talking about. So they keep coming and asking us questions. This is true. This is true. And joining on the Patreon. Um, and obviously as part of the Patreon we offer a one-to-one uh, tailored mentoring programme. Is that going to last though? I think it will. I think it will. Or at least something similar to it will continue to exist. Uh, because let's face it, the one-to-one stuff is the stuff we like the most. Yeah, but is there are not? people that are getting worried that they're on the Patreon and they want mentoring and they're worried that we're going to get rid of the Patreon and replace it with something else. That's what they're worried. Oh, why are they worried about that? Well, I don't know, because we you said we're going to rejig it and that. Oh, okay. So it's my fault, is it, Ian? Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know if it's your fault or whether it's just certain people have a tendency to overthink things. Over-exaggerate and overthink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't um, know who you could possibly be talking about, Liam. There are multiple ones that I'm talking <laughs> about. But the good thing <laughs> is, is there'll be people at home that will probably be thinking, he's talking about me, but I know there's at least ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be thinking that <laughs> but yeah it's like there there are thoughts about rejig um but i don't see us getting rid of the patreon anytime soon do you i think well, we enjoy we've, it too much there's a couple of things that's going on we like to push ourselves i think with and always rethink how are we doing things are we doing things in the most fun or efficient way possible you know and yeah. I've always said that 
you can't really learn magic witchcraft from the internet. Most of the sources are pretty shit. I always shit on the uh, Center of Excellence diplomas in witchcraft and all that sort of thing. A lot of the YouTube and stuff we obviously comment on and say that a lot of it's shit, you know. So there is one of those things that I've always tried to, to kind of stay by and that is if you're unhappy with something you need to do something about it you know because if you just complain and don't yeah do anything about it then you know there's words part of the to problem describe those sorts of people rather than and the solution we've always tried to do something about it by doing stuff in person and we've taught we still teach a lot in person we do events we do all sorts of things all over the place um but it's only really since we started meeting more and more cool people and dedicated people that are abroad that want to interact online and we started doing the Patreon, the Thoth Witchcraft Mystery School Patreon thing where we kind of do, well, it's homework and stuff like that and mentoring and that sort of thing. Yeah. For and people it, on and individual paths. You know, without us both giving up our day jobs and becoming a touring thing that goes all over the world constantly... Uh, which I think would burn the pair of us out very quickly. Um, the next best thing to allowing us to kind of cater for our international uh, interest is for us to do more online stuff. Um, and as we've kind of starting to get the hand, handle on exactly what is possible, um, we're kind of testing the grounds again a bit further, aren't mm. we? Because obviously we, you know, aren't very good at being stagnant and sticking to something we constantly pushing and pushing to try something new or or go to the next level so i think this gives us an opportunity to kind of go to the next level of you know can we offer what other people aren't offering in the virtual world can it be done can it be done well, we've or learned is... a lot i think from the process yeah. with the patreon and seeing what other people are doing and finding it crap um to evolve and change the way in which we do teach and see if we can utilise some of this 21st century stuff instead of old-fashioned approaches on that. Um, we kind of did say when we first started the Patreon and the mentoring thing that we probably, you know, our maximum capacity is 100 people in that. Yeah. And yeah. The, the chances are we're probably going to break that 100 this year. So yeah. that means at that point, because it's difficult, because some people are, everyone's on different paths, or most people are on very different paths, if not similar paths, perhaps, if it's beginner stuff. And there's only so much that we can do in terms of one-on-one. -on -one. So... When we reach that kind of 100 people capacity, that is literally consultation after consultation after consultation after consultation, which is kind of what we're doing at the moment. And yeah. that's fine because we enjoy that. But the problem arises if you have 10 consultations in a day and every single one of them is wanting, please, can you help me develop my psychic ability? You know, please, can you help me with money magic? That kind of thing. And you're having to repeat the lesson yeah. because it's beginner stuff. So if we can take and form some sort of organisation or school whereby 
it's a little bit more you can get access to us when you need us, but all of the information and everything is there for you to make a start yourself, then that should potentially free up our time a bit more so that we're only focusing on, on things that actually require someone to talk to us. Because yeah. those that do take it, the mentoring and that, you know, we tailor things towards your specific goals. Now, a lot of you do have similar goals. So if this was a physical event and you were physically near us, what we'd normally do is just group you with a bunch of people and you'd have a study group. Yeah. And then that yeah. way you would have your study group where you're all going towards the same-ish kind of goal. And then that way you can build a community based on that, support each other. You know, you've got things in common, obviously, in that you're studying a specific subject and you're at a specific level. But what we'd like to do is maybe try and build something like that online. Because obviously there are a lot of people that interact with Witchcraft Live. But we want to keep Witchcraft Live as something that people can put whatever they want in. And, yeah. you know, in terms of structure we did try i think at one point in the beginning to create like a curriculum based structure but i was never really all that happy with it and people seem to like it but it it gets very complicated very quickly so having yeah. actual courses and introductory courses and stuff whereby people can actually participate no matter where they are in the world and go along at their own pace and only yeah. kind of put the magical hand up and say, can you help me at this point? Can you help me at that point type thing? Because I think that's a little bit more like people are used to being taught. Yeah. Yeah, it gives it gives the opportunity for, um, you know, it to happen slightly more organically in a in a in a more organized way, I guess. Um, so we'll still be keeping the kind of one-to-one -one, um, stuff for personal path. Um, but obviously this will allow you to, if you're feeling like you are, well, not in the baby crash level, but you know, it, there, you come across something that you're kind of like, oh, okay, I don't feel like I know anything about this and actually don't feel ready to have a conversation about it because I don't feel like I have an understanding it kind of gives you the opportunity to then go, oh, okay, uh, Chris and Liam have done a course on this. I can get up to the speed where I can ask, you know, for lack of a better word, intelligent questions that are personal to your own path mm. rather than asking those general ones so that actually you can see some of the general stuff covered so that you've formulated enough of an idea about what that actually means to you before you then speak to us. Um, and it's not that we don't, you know, enjoy having those conversations. It's just that actually, is it the most effective use of our time um, when actually the stuff that you want to ask us about, you haven't discovered yet? Um, and obviously this gives you the opportunity to kind of go and discover it with us in a virtual sense um, and then come back and kind of go, OK, I've got this understanding. I want to try this. And then that means that the time that you spend with us becomes more practical for where you want to push your craft rather than it being theoretical because you'd mm. have had the theoretical conversations, you know, quote unquote, with us through the courses. 
Yeah, so all the most common forms with people that come to us and they say, I don't know what path I'm on, I don't know what I want to do, you would be given essentially subjects and curriculums that you should be able to work through yourself and then only at the point when you actually get stuck you then would obviously have a conversation with us and we would get in in that point because then it is more real because the thing about life obviously is it requires you to pick a direction in life and then you reach a hurdle that you've got to jump over and some people manage to make it over that hurdle, some people don't. If you can't make it over that hurdle, you generally keep on trying to or give up. Eventually, sometimes you need help to overcome some hurdles. Sometimes you can persist and keep going to different angles and that and eventually get there yourself. But there are a lot of magical subjects and the like that really do mean that some people really struggle with that. And we'll be trying to automate that kind of process where you can say, okay, I'm new to all this. I want to develop my psychic ability. There should be something there. There should be a curriculum there that you can follow that's fun and interactive. And then you come to us when you need us. Um, in terms of the Patreon, obviously, the Patreon, you know, that will stay the same pretty much. So you will be able to schedule in uh meetings and that kind of thing with people that want to talk to us about this that and the other anything really but what will happen is we'll have dedicated slots because i know you're working on a programming system so that people can you know people that Just don't already have set slots that they like will be able to kind of pick and choose from a diary format i think can't they yeah that's going to be the plan essentially that you would just book in directly means you don't need to kind of ask us or find out when we're free because you can literally just book yourself in um as regularly as you like yeah um in into slots that are already there so yeah that's the hope that very soon we'll be able to do that and what i'm liking about the school also is that obviously there will be exams and assessments in yeah. order to complete the course that you decide to go on and they won't be multiple choice and they won't be written they will be magical quests that you actually have to complete so that's a little bit more exciting as well i'm having fun kind of messing about with that kind of idea um because again it's not something that you tend to see obviously we've always done that sort of thing in person but designing things like that that can be picked up and put down you know the idea for witch wars you know that was a uh, one of those things that was a experiment to see how that kind of thing would work so expect from our courses a lot more kind of witch warsy type things because i'm not one for multiple choice exams and written exams and stuff where you memorize a bunch of shit about the history of witchcraft and then you regurgitate it and then you get some shitty diploma pops out. Yeah. What so we it want won't is... be quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> what we want is full comprehension of what we're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, and until you get there, um, you will just have to keep working at it. Um, you know, this won't be, uh, what is it, a year and a day, that sort of bollocks, where you're expected that you will 
you know, hit an exam at, this, at a specific time um, based on you, you know, learning a load of stuff that you need to regurgitate back, it is going to literally be a case of, you know, personal challenges set and wanting to, you know, how you actually achieve it, seeing your planning and, crit you know, you know, going through it critically um, so you can actually, you know, be better and keep pushing forward. Um, but still maintaining this kind of personal journey aspect. You know, yes, we're asking a lot of ourselves in order to actually achieve this. Um, but I, I like the challenge. I think I think I think we can make it work. Um, so, yeah, more on that soon, I guess. Yeah, I think we're going to do an entire podcast dedicated to it when we launch it to explain the whole process and the fun we had kind of doing the experiments in order to, you know, choose the format that we've chosen. Because I think from a magical perspective, that's quite interesting. Because trying to create processes where you teach someone, like we teach intuitive magic, and yeah. we teach all sorts of crazy-ass stuff, but then to take that and to kind of somehow create a format that should make sense to the majority of people has been quite difficult, you know? So I want to take you a little bit behind the scenes of that and the process of that. Um, and the it will be, I think, the name we'll probably be going with is the Thoth Mystery School, isn't it? I think so. So that um, should hopefully be launching in October this year. So not very yeah. far away, which is crazy when you think about it, because there's so much work to be done. But there yeah. we go. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? We've got about two minutes. Um, I suppose where I kind of want to leave it, I suppose, is um, is that kind of aspect of mystery school. Um, and I know we've talked about them before. Um, and obviously, you know, with what we're actually working at, this would be you know it has the potential to be something quite special um you know and there would have been kind of rites of passage um and trials that would have to have been completed during you know the hope that you would actually survive uh, to be part of a mystery school in the good old classic period for us um where we often talk about classical magic um and the question is whether or not because uh, I keep coming back to this, Liam, and I'm not sure how you feel about it. So I thought I'd ask you live, uh, because that's what we can tend to do these days, is do we have to, do this, has, does there have to be a section of this that kind of challenges what is what is happening with places like the uh, uh, Glastonbury Goddess Temple and actually giving them a course in priesthood, uh, you know, priestesshood we do have three categories from what i understand so you've got the intro range which is super beginner and then yeah. you've got the mastering range which is more occultist so mastering evocation and invocation should be a course that teaches you how to do both those things but you you did say about obviously we are going to have a a year long so year-long courses that literally will take at least a year to go through yeah and I don't know. I mean, there is a section in the mastering uh, bit that was mastering ritual magic. Yeah. So, in terms Could of selling priest and priestesshoods, 
you can't do that. Oh, no. And I mean, this literally because no. there has to be a yes from the deity or the spirit that you're going to be yes. a priest of, you know? Yes. So you can't really do that. I don't know. I mean, if you're talking... What is it that you're talking about? Are you talking about bringing back the old cults? The classical cults? What is it that you're getting at with that? To a certain extent, I suppose, um, the point would be to actually, you know, attempt to teach what that process is. So obviously you're still going to have to be, as a student, you're the one that's going to have to find how that works and how that works for you. So it would still stay as a self-led mastery of a particular process. But actually, if I could actually boil it down into creating a course um, that would take you through the traditional process of becoming um, a priest or priestess and actually um, giving you the option. I think that what we could do for the year-long course, because bearing in mind the Glastonbury Goddess temples and all those sorts of places, they normally do a year, but then you have to do a year to get your first and then a year to get your second and then a year to get your third so you become a disciple or something in the first one the second one you get something in the third year you get you know whatever it is i'm thinking if we just did the real version of that but we did one that was called how to make a cult (laughs) and did that as in obviously not the modern kool-aid drinking everyone commits suicide type cult i'm talking about the classical cult where we take that and explore that for a year and someone takes a year to actually build an actual cult centre for whether it's a spirit or an energy or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter ultimately. But, um, you know, technically you could take the perspective of what's on the curriculum and you could apply it to approaching a genuine god or goddess. But then at the same time, you could also potentially make your own if you're using egregores and yeah, that, like that Saren exactly. one, you know, exactly. you could establish your own. So exactly. there's nothing that wouldn't, you could put it in, I think, as a course, but what you wouldn't be able to do is you wouldn't be able to make it about a specific spirit oh, or no. deity. But you know I never would. Yeah, because... so it's basically teaching people how the process works and how to organise one. It's no different yeah. than making a course that teaches you how to build and run a charity at the end of the day. Exactly. It's a structure. Exactly. I think we should add that to, to the list okay. of ones, but I don't been... think that's going to be the first one. Oh, definitely not. But it's become one of those, it's become one of those that's on my mind at the moment. Right. Um. So, it's gonna have to happen sooner or later because all there's a lot of energies that are coming back and they're choosing yeah. people to work through that are gonna struggle to cope because they've not been taught themselves, you know. So yeah, I get and, I get what you mean. And that's with the it. thing. There's a there's a I think there's a need there for actually understanding what those processes are because although we don't get involved in religion, uh, generally speaking, we will teach um, people to make their own. How to actually understand how that works, and actually because I think that's what's lacking. It's been so long since a lot a lot of people have actually experienced anything quite like that, of what actually a cult centre is for, yeah, um, and what it actually does. That actually, 
they need that kind of guidance that kind of goes, okay, I know I want to do this, but I don't really want to take the Christian model or the Abrahamic model. Um, so how, what is the alternative? And instead, people go for this kind of reconstructualism. And, and actually, really, I think they just need some more closer to the original facts rather than trying to reconstruct it from models they're aware of in current existence. But anyway, we've now if gone If you're over, doing but... your religious cult one, that's going to be a bit more... That's going to be very serious. But potentially you could do one which was how to make your own religion. And that could yeah. be an egregore type one where we actually teach them how to forge and make the god or goddess and then how to build the religion around it. Because um, we don't get involved with religions, but we do teach people how to make their own religions. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, anyway, I thought I'd slip that in at the end. Okay, that's interesting. We'll have to talk more about this. Um, but that is it for this week's edition of the podcast. So have a nice week, everyone.